Thank you guys for tuning in once again to the Bud and Road Show. My name is Alex Montanez. And uh, this is Zoe Taylor. And uh, last night we had our first episode, and it was, a, it was a phenomenal episode. Over 200 plays last night. A lot of people tuned in. And uh, we got some pretty interesting emails, which, which uh, we're going to touch on uh, next week, next Monday at 8 p.m., but for now, we're going to give you guys a little podcast that we promised you we was going to do it last night, but we ended up celebrating the entire night by drinking. Yes, yes. we ended up uh, having too much of the happy sauce. We had too much fun, but uh, hey, we're back here for you guys now, and um, you know, we're here for a podcast for you guys. We want this podcast, though, from now on. We want you guys to send us the topic we're going to talk on, so that's why you need to do the Twitter and the Facebook thing at us. Go to the website. For uh, this for this podcast, we chose the uh, the topic of reality TV. Now, what do you guys think about reality TV? Just, I mean, yeah, I know, I know. Jersey Shore changed everything. Fucking basketball wise, man. So we was looking at a list of the top ten reality shows of the last decade, and amongst the list was The Flavor of Love, which I thought was was pretty hilarious. I feel like Flavor of Love maybe started the beginning of the tacky. The, the beginning of it just... To get to get a guy who... I can't really call him... It, was he a rapper? No, he was He was a hype man. He was he was Memphis Bleak. He was Spliff Star before all these guys. He, he wasn't a rapper. He was just there. He was the ant man. And now he... Well, he had they, his own show. And he, how many seasons he ran for? About two seasons. I think he ran for maybe two or three. Maybe two or three. I'm not. I never watched. This is number one. Besides, but everyone knows. But I do know, it spawned a couple of spinoffs for people on that show. A lot of spinoffs. Uh, and then it just got much worse from there when companies saw what they could do with this. I mean, but I think that's the problem with reality TV is that you develop these characters, these average people who basically apply for these positions on the show. And once you get stupid enough on TV, they will create a spinoff show just for you. Yes, yes, it is very, it's very true. And uh, the saddest thing for me about, I mean, that I feel with reality TV is it's not very real. Whose whose life is this? I don't it's, know any of these. It's so far from reality TV. If you guys want real reality TV, then you're gonna have to go on some obscure site which is basically gonna have people holding cameras of other people getting shot and killed that's yes, reality TV. that's real uh bad things happening this what what they portray as and what they show as reality tv i don't feel is ever ever real not to mention i won't name any show or what station it was on that went to a job i was employed at and recorded for an episode and had a script i mean when the producer walked by and told the young lady stick to the script all, all that popped in my head was uh 
I mean, this is supposed to be reality TV. Fuck are you doing with a script? It's supposed to be uh, spontaneous, just happening, and you're recording it? And I've also witnessed this where you have reality TV stars who would go and they'll basically do what they do and then producers would come and say, you guys got to do it again for the camera. We got to get this angle or that angle. And it's it's pretty much all pre-planned by the producers what's supposed to happen on each episode of reality TV. Yeah, and, I, and another thing I did, there's still idiots who believe all this is just an hour of stuff. I mean, this is hundreds of hours of footage that these guys have and they just condense it into... I mean, an hour on TV, but you factor in commercials and all that. You have maybe 40 minutes of stuff. And it's the dumbest 40 minutes you could possibly have with these fucking people. And when you think about the term reality TV, that makes people almost feel like it's reality. Like, like it's real. I mean, I don't know how many people... I mean, I, I like to know from, from you guys how many people know people who live this way, like uh, these real housewives. I mean, how many more real housewife shows can you have? They've been in like nine different cities. And I still have to hear about this shit. It's I don't the, care about it's them. It's the Real Housewives of New York, Los Angeles, Angeles uh, Connecticut, Missouri, Atlanta, fucking wherever it is. Lake Titicaca, and Walla then, Walla. And then you got, you know, it's the Real Housewives. Real Housewives don't have TV shows. No. Real Housewives are probably cooking or cleaning for their family. With the kids doing something, not, not on TV show, acting like they got no fucking sense. <laughs> now, now, you have these shows like, you know... You don't really like naming names, but I do. Jersey Shore, I had the biggest problem. I have with. a, you, you know what? I could, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit for a while, Jersey Shore was a guilty pleasure of mine because I felt like, hey man, this, I remember when I first saw it, um, and, and I was at work with friends. I would talk about, it. I'm like, bro, if we start getting, if we get the cast of Jersey Shore in here, <laughs> I'm gonna have a problem. I already, I'm not gonna say I don't like people from Jersey. I mean, I have no problem with anyone. I, I got no problem with people from Jersey. I have family in Jersey. Yes. I have problems with fucking idiots from Jersey, though. <laughs> to say that it's reality TV, but these people get paid to go out clubbing every single night. Hundreds of thousands. They make hundreds of thousand dollars an episode, and that's not counting their parents' fees. And now, what was this guy's name? I believe he he called himself The Situation. Oh, Mike The Situation. I don't know your last name. You're not that important. And this is, <laughs> this is an old show. You know, Jersey Shore isn't really on the map as much anymore, but we're going to use it as an example because... There was a Halloween that, uh, the first Halloween that I tried to, to go and just do something. And I went to the costume shop and they had Jersey Shore costumes of yes. the, the short girl, I yeah, forgot uh, her name. Uh, Snooky. Snooky. And they had basic costumes of the whole cast. And I, to call it reality TV and then profit from these people, it's not really reality. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's, it's not reality at all. Not at all. And, um,. Like I said, I admit it was a guilty pleasure. I enjoy. Uh, I, I got. I got sucked into watching it when the first time I saw. No, it. I put. I, you know, when I got Netflix because I don't have cable in my house, I just got Netflix, which you can get for only eight ninety nine a month or seven ninety nine a month. I highly recommend that. But uh, when I got Netflix and I saw Jersey Shore was on at the time, you know, I was just home, just you know, relaxing. And I tuned into a couple episodes, and like you, it became a guilty pleasure of mine. I didn't tell people that I watched the show. But then after a while, you just start to see the same repetitive bullshit every single episode. Yeah, it's not like anything new happens. It's like go out, get drunk, someone gets into a fight, someone has a relationship issue, cry about it, go do the same thing all over again the next night, find some random dumb women, and I'm not calling all women dumb, but women that are DTF. I mean, DTF, you, know, you got a lot of phrases that were... <laughs> that were Invented during the show, yes. like uh, GTA grenade, grenades, grenades to call a woman a grenade. Like, 
all these things are just stupid things that producers kind of put together in a room and just tell the cast, listen, you got to you gotta do this. Yeah, and, it, and then it eventually takes on a life of its own. And I'm not knocking these guys' hustle. I mean, you no longer have to work a regular job. You just have to be the dickhead you are as a person on national TV. But my, my biggest problem with reality TV is what influence it has on people and yeah. how it influences relationships. It's it, it, People see reality TV and they think, hey, I'm, they, they're living their life like this. If that's real for them, I want it real for me. And no one lives their life like this, I, I don't feel. And even me, myself, like there's been a few times where I would watch the show and it almost seemed fun to be these people. But at the end of the day, they go home every single night after they leave the club and whether they have someone to sleep with or not these people are fucking miserable yes they live very you you can't you i mean i've read things on it that they're not even allowed private phone calls you're allowed one private phone call a week every other phone call they're allowed to record if i have something going on with my family back at home if i'm on this show and i call in i don't want you fucking guys recording what i'm saying there was a, the show that we we saw on uh, YouTube earlier today was the Big Brother show, nah. and I had never seen this show in person, but um, I saw a couple of clips, and basically it's a house with a bunch of strangers living in, pretty similar to Jersey Shore, but these people are being filmed every second of every day, and a lot there was a girl that was raped in Colombia was it Colombia uh, Brazil Brazil there was a girl that was raped on air during the show and the guy he was he got kicked off of the show but i don't think any charges were put on no him. no charges were brought up and and the, and the thing i talk about i took from it who uh it never really dawned on me just thinking about it the show's called big brother people you say conspiracy theorists say big brother it's a show that's basically exactly what people think big brother is someone watching everything you did the show just a bunch of cameras everywhere even in the bathroom Watching everything these people do, it's not like Jersey Shore was scripted to happen or whatever's supposed to happen. But these people live in a house and everything's being watched that they do. That you, you can go online even when the show's not on and watch what they do. Now, I, you know, this makes me think about uh, what's going on in London right now. London, in the city limits, if you leave your house, you are being recorded as soon as you walk out. Actually, that's not just London. That's most of England. And uh, it's closed-circuit closed television everywhere. I mean, surveillance. I mean, the eye in the sky is there. So a lot of these reality TV shows almost make it cool to have cameras on you all the time. Everybody wants to be in front of a camera without realizing that we're pretty much on camera all the time that we're outside. Yes. There was someone who was arrested about six months ago, I believe. I remember reading the article. He was captured via satellite dealing drugs. A hand-to-hand judge transaction like that. And I don't think it was a big transaction. I think it might have just been nickel and diamond, but he got caught on satellite. So imagine for all the people who, you know, are potheads, imagine you going to your dealer and just going to a corner and just getting a little nick. You know, you got your little joint paper and you're going to roll yourself a nice little joint, like a little spliff or whatever the case is. And police just run up on you via satellite. How would you guys feel about that? It wouldn't, I don't think it would be a good feel. And I don't think people realize the point of where this technology is with stuff like that. That it's a it's an actual possibility. I mean, that you're being, you'd be watched right now. Now, there was a movie with Denzel that came out a while back. That they had, uh, there was satellite technology in the movie. It was, you know, it's fiction in the movie. But I'm pretty sure that they have this technology where the cameras were able to angle into people's apartments. 
Now, if that was the case in real life, how comfortable would you people be, let's say, walking around your house naked? I don't think any of them would be. I mean, except for the fools. <laughs> now, you got these people who basically glorify reality TV and they go and they have the cameras on them 24-7. And everybody seems to draw their attention to the people that's on camera the most. We're all on camera. Yes, we are. Everybody's on camera. So it's not so much that you have to find the situation in the club. You yourself are the situation. Because if you get out of hand, guaranteed, somebody will come up on you and slap the cuffs. Yes. And that's the, side, that's the type of society we're moving towards. But another thing I have a problem with is uh, some, even some of these newer reality shows like Basketball Wives and Love and Hip Hop. And I feel like it's like, I mean, even, even keeping up with the Kardashians, why, why the fuck are these keeping, women famous? Are you fucking kidding me? Keeping up with, if, if, if anyone, anyone, if you can go on the Twitter page or you, you can come hit us on Facebook, someone explain to me why the fuck Kim Kardashian and her sisters are fucking famous. Why, why, why is Paris Hilton famous? I mean, I could tell you why they're famous and they're going to get mad for sucking a dick. That's pretty much what it That's their claim to fame, a sex tape. That's I mean, Hollywood. I wish it was that easy for me. I, could, I wish I could release a sex tape and then become a fucking millionaire. But that's the sad reality of Hollywood. You're not going to get famous unless you suck dick. Somebody's dick, man. And, and, and it's, 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 it's a terrible thing. It's and it's a, definitely not ours. It's, it's, it's not mine. And I'm pretty, <laughs> my, pretty, to tell you the truth, man, I keep my dick away from some of these women, bro. I, I mean, I'm happy not having any itching or scratching problems right now. Now me, <laughs> now, me, personally, I've seen all the reality shows, at least bits and pieces of each one. And a lot of people kind of look to these reality shows as a guideline of how to live life fun. Everybody says it's fun. You go to clubs, you go drinking, you go partying every night. You have t-shirt time, brand new clothes, the whole nine yards. But when you have average people, average working Americans who go, come home from work and they watch shows like Basketball Wives or... or um, Love and Hip Hop, Love Jersey and Shore, and Jersey, all these shows, Mob Wives. they want to model their lives around this. So then it becomes a situation where you work 40-hour weeks, and as soon as 5 o'clock hits on Friday, it's party time until 9 a.m. on Monday. Yes. And it really hurts people's relationships, their personal relationships. Now, if everybody wants to model their life after someone on TV, then you're never really going to progress as a person because you're always going to try to. Yeah, yo, yo, you're, you're always living in that shadow. You're trying to, you're trying to be someone. I see the pictures people take. They dress. They want to look like these people. They, I mean, be whatever happened to be your own person. I was always raised and hurt that be your own person. You well, guys, exactly. You guys need to develop a sense of identity. Yes. More than anything else, because if you walk in a room, like there was this lady that I seen not too long ago. I was in a I was in a cab and a, a lady. Actually, I was in a bus and a lady was crossing the street and she was a split image of Nicki Minaj. Yes. And everybody on the bus kind of just, you know, everybody just. No, 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 no. They didn't do that. Definitely not that. You would think that. You would think that, but it, it was more like. Yeah, everybody was just. <laughs> That's exactly the reaction. That was the reaction we got on the bus. Everybody just started laughing at this lady, and this lady was walking around like she was hot shit. Yeah, the, these people are clones, and they're clones of someone. But but before you were Nicki Minaj, want to be you, 
you you were doing something else. You wanted to be Lady Gaga. You wanted to be uh, Beyonce. You wanted to be someone else. No one ever wanted to be themselves, and I think that's a big problem we have. Nobody has a sense of identity anymore. It's it's attack of the clones. Now you walk in the street and you see everybody. There's a new trend now that everybody's walking around with. Oh, it's mostly men, but uh, walking around with their pants halfway down their ass. I wouldn't call that a new trend, but uh. It's gotten way out of hand. I mean, I felt like it came around around uh, the 2000s and started getting better. And recently it got worse. But it's not like they're wearing baggy pants. You're wearing pants that are two sizes too small, still sagging off your ass. It, every year, I think the pants kind of lower itself an inch. Yeah, lower an inch. To, 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 I mean, it, it's just gotten to, to the point where it's like, hey, bro, I mean, why even fucking wear pants, man? Just Now, people don't realize, and it's usually the people in the hood that do this. And you and me are from the hood. And we see people that we grew up with walking around with their pants halfway down their ass, but they don't really realize if you're getting chased by police, that's not going to help you escape. It's, uh, it's, actually, it's actually hilarious. You would say something like that. My dad was telling me uh, uh, just last week he went to go. Uh, he was coming home, stopped to get a sandwich, and he saw, uh, he saw a couple of uh, young gentlemen walking, acting suspicious. He, he didn't think anything of it. But he said he saw cops head towards them, and he saw these gentlemen turn around. And he said he saw these gentlemen see other cops behind them and attempt to turn and run. He said both of these fucking retards had their pants so low that the kid took a step and face-planted. And my dad said <laughs> my dad said all he could do was sit there and fucking laugh. And I mean, I, I told him, I was like, I wish I could have seen it too. I'd probably have laughed with you. See, people like that, I'm never going to understand. Be yourself. At the end of the day, you guys got to be yourself. Yes. And listen, if you're married... Be happy that you're married because I'm married and I'm fucking thrilled. And I was telling Alonzo the other day, there's people that go to clubs just like these people on the reality shows. You go to clubs every night, you drink, you party. You guys wouldn't really do that if you were happy. People go to clubs trying to look for love. Yes, and uh, I, th I think that's one of the worst places to look for it. I mean, I'm not going to stand here and say I've never been to the club and hooked up with someone from the club. But, I mean, me being the person I am, still still single, obviously, unmarried, like my good buddy here. Um, just going out, I mean, going out, I mean, just go, even going to the club in general isn't fun for me. Like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want my shoes stepped on. I don't want drinks spilled on me. I don't want to pay, overpay for drinks that I could just easily make at home or get somewhere else, like at a bar. Especially in New York City, you got people who basically go to these clubs all the time, and they're called bottle poppers. I'm sure you guys have heard this term before, bottle poppers. And there was this guy that uh, I used to work with. And he always used to brag about popping bottles. But every time he it, Monday came, he he was uh, he was claiming he was broke. Yeah, um, popping bottles. I, I the bottles. I'm, I'm not gonna sit and say I've never been to a party and popped a bottle. I've had parties, birthday parties. We've had multiple bottles. But All right, there's a difference between popping a bottle and popping your paycheck. Now, if you make $9 an hour at Foot Locker, <laughs> at Foot Locker, and you go and you spend $400 on a bottle that you could get for 30 bucks at the liquor store and just drink in your house, yes. th then you're an idiot. Like, well, you're just basically trying, learn, to, you're trying to impress everyone. Learn how to pregame. Drink before you go. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie. I don't want to sound like a cheapstake. Before I go out, I usually get a six-pack and drink while I'm getting ready in the shower, ironing my clothes. When and then something uh, we have a good friend here telling us uh, when you go to a club you don't meet the real person most of the time. He's trying to whisper in my ear right now, but uh, he's he made an interesting point. He said you're not going to meet the real person in the club, 
and it's true you're gonna meet the representative and you're just gonna keep holding on to the representative until you you know bang them a few times and then the real person's gonna come out and, and you're gonna realize that the girl that you thought was the girl of your dreams is really a fucking cunt and or I can't take it. He took the words out of my mouth before I could say anything. <laughs> at the, end of the, at the end of the day, that's what it is. You're gonna meet yeah. a lot of cunts in the club. Yes, uh, the, the club's not the. If, if you're looking for a relationship, the club's definitely not the place. But I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you where to go find one because I haven't found one. But I mean, the club definitely isn't where I want to find someone. Definitely not the club. Now, my wife just looked at me and she kind of whispered, "What about the women?" to me right now and i just want to talk about this because women also if you guys are listening you're not going to meet the man of your dreams in a club he's at a club for a reason that means yes. he's a club goer club goers are not usually the best people to be in a relationship with because they're going to spend most of their time at the club maybe a bar hopper if you meet a guy at a bar a female i mean i'm a bar hopper i'm a bar man i love bars i'm a borderline alcoholic i'm not afraid to admit uh <laughs> i used to be a bar hopper but i'm just I'm a beer guy. Yeah. I'll go get a, he a six pack of Heineken and I'll just relax in my house. And to me, that is a great time because you get drunk and you can literally just take a couple steps and just walk to your bed yes. rather than having to get on the train or, or get a cab, $40 cab, $40 cab, going to the Bronx or whatever the case is. But people, you guys, you guys got to realize that when you go to clubs, it's not going to be the bells and whistles that you guys think it is. What they show you on TV is not what's actually there. No. And uh, I want to, since, since uh, your, your lovely wife obviously brought this up, women, stop. I mean, I mean, I, I like to see a lot more smarter women. I see a lot of women. I, I've, I've taken it completely. There are a lot of women I'm friends with who I've just completely taken myself out of it. I'm not going to keep telling you you can do better. You should, you should know you can do better than a dickhead you're with. Someone shouldn't have to explain that to you. And even another thing, like, I mean, some of these women deal with stuff where I don't think they would have had to deal with if their dads would have been around or if they had brothers or uncles. Because the, the females in my family, you, you, if you disrespected them, I mean, like, like my sister, you disrespect my sister, you'll be lucky if you have to deal with my dad. If, if you just have to see my dad over it, you're a lucky motherfucker. You have to see myself and my brother, I mean. I Bad mean, things happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bad things happen and there's a saying if you knew better you do better yes. and most people that's the problem they just don't know any better because of shows like jersey shore basketball, and basketball wives, wives and all these and dirty all smutty fucking tv that people just basically go and they dress like sluts and they go to clubs and they do all this shit that's not what happiness is that's not what real life is that's what they want you to think it is yes they want you to basically spend your check at the club to pop a bottle because they want you to be broke yes they don't want you to be able to afford anything. They don't want you to be able to do anything smart with your money or your life. You cannot progress as a person if you have no money. Yes, no. At the end of the day, because we live in a society that's driven by cash. Yes. Now, when you have shows like these shows that are constantly pumped into all the television networks, even down to cooking, there's this cooking reality shows. There's a reality show for every topic of Gordon life. Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Listen, I've, I've, I've had the pleasure of eating at some pretty decent restaurants in my life. But to have a chef say, you know, fuck you, like to, to another yeah. chef, I yeah. don't want to eat there. No, I don't. I, I'm, even I don't want to go on that show. You're not going to. These, these, even some of these contestant shows where you're going in, you're not going to disrespect me as a person. Definitely not on national TV. You want to pull me to the side, say something, hey, go ahead. And if it's in the heat of the moment and there's no chance and you, and you come out, I can, I can take that like an adult. 
after the cameras go off, after everything's done, you're gonna get yo checked. Like, yo, my man, watch your fucking mouth. I'm not a kid. You're not. You're not gonna stand here and disrespect me. And too many people out, and too many people think it's real. And at the end of the day, the message that we're just trying to convey in this podcast is for women, especially dressing like a slut and going to a club is not going to get you your husband. No, it's not. Um, you might find somebody who you think wants to be your husband, and he does, but really he's staring at your ass. He's staring at your ass, and chances are, if you let him get too close, you'll end up on World Star Hip Hop. Yes. And for the men, if your pants are sagging below your ass, then don't do anything illegal. For, for, for the men, bro, step your fucking game up, man. You lames are making it hard for guys like us. Well, well, like me now. This one's off the market. You guys are making it hard for guys like me. Step your fucking game up. Just be yourself. Don't mimic or clone what you see on TV no. because what you see on TV is trash. Yes. What it's, you see on TV isn't real. <laughs> it's not reality TV. It's fantasy TV. Reality is you. You in your apartment at 7 o'clock at night. You just get home from work. You crack open a beer and you sit in front of your TV and you watch these reality shows thinking that somehow that's going to make you a better person. Yeah. Um, no. It's not. At Definitely all. not. Now, anything else? Um, I think that was pretty good. Yeah. I think, we, uh, I think we touched on most everything on the reality TV. People just need to value, themso- uh, value themselves in order to progress as humans. Not just people in itself, but when you think of the human race... Just think of people back in the day. Now, let's talk about, you know, let's take a few minutes just to talk about how things were. You and I weren't alive, but let's say in the 20s. Now, I see a lot of pictures of the old times, and you have women dressing in these long dresses. Men always had top hats and suits. And now you walk in the street, you see somebody with fucking... Uh, Leggings with a shirt that doesn't cover anything. And then you're not, I mean, you're getting in trouble for looking. I mean... Even these celebrities, look at Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, oh, you know... Male jeggings, bro. What's a zebra jeggings, bro? He claims he's the greatest rapper alive, and he came out with zebra leggings. I think that's a big gap. <laughs> that's a that's a big... This is disrespect to the greatest rappers a lot. Well, the greatest rappers ever who, uh, in my book, aren't here anymore. Now, if... Let's say... Let's say Richard Pryor, a famous comedian, one of the greatest of all time. If he would have came out to do his stand-up bit in, let's say, leopard leggings, you know, the crowd would have pretty much... Nobody wants to see you. Nobody wants to see you in your fucking jeggings. I don't want to see your man business stuck to your thigh because you can't pull him up past your calf. Nobody wants to see you. I don't want to see this. So at the end of the day, just value yourself. Respect yourself. Everyone, men and women, don't believe what you think is reality TV. Do not, guys. It's Uh, not. Be yourselves. Be yourselves. Um... I mean, you're a lot more interesting of a person when you're yourself instead of a clone trying to say something or do something you think you're supposed to do. I don't, I mean, just be yourselves, guys. And women, men, you are more likely to run into the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with at a Barnes & Noble than you are at a club. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, not, I'm not condoning Barnes & Noble. I don't read that much. <laughs> <laughs> what I do read, it's uh, e-books. <laughs> What I do read. <laughs> All right, we're in a technology age, but you know the the point is that you're not gonna find someone who's looking to get laid. Yeah, and you're not you're not gonna find your husband in that person no. or your wife in that person because chances are a couple of days later they're gonna be doing the same thing again with somebody yes. else. 
And if the person gets in bed with you the first night, then chances are you're probably not going to spend the rest of your life with that person either. Yeah, I tell you the truth, every, every woman I've ever hooked up with on the first time, first, it's been something back in my head like, hey, maybe, yeah. So, hey, and women, I want to say it. this specifically for women. I'm a married man now, so I can say this. I've lived a crazy life. If you fuck the man on the first night, he will not take you serious. No. No matter what you say. No. No. You guys could have the most amazing conversation in the world. If you bang him that first night, then he's going to be thinking in the back of his head, well, how many other people did she How bang many the other first dicks night? did she swallow the first night? I mean, that's in the night, back of my head. Shit, even she probably had there. an early lunch <laughs> and breakfast. You never know. So tune in next Monday at 8 p.m. for the live show. This was the podcast. I'm Alex Montanez. This is Zoe Taylor. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Facebook, guys, at, uh, at Mr. Zoe Taylor. At Mr. Alex Montanez and at Budden Road Show. And we'll see you guys on Monday, or you guys will hear us on yeah. Monday. And this was the Budden Road Show. Have a good night, guys. This is the Budden Road Show.